0: Log Talk Radio.
1: to another amazing episode of the Muscova Media Podcast over here on the Muscova Media Network. And thank you to our sponsor, Muscova Enterprises. If you check the info in the description, you can check out the digital marketing course we have for sale to people that are interested in getting their marketing uh, going and then more exclusive and, and better. So be sure to check that out as well as our other site, go And again, want to thank all the wonderful listeners. Uh, we see you all over the globe and we really, really uh, thank you, um, for, you know, checking out those ads and helping us, uh, keep the show going and support, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a real thing that you guys are listening because um, it's showing in our numbers, and uh, we're thankful for that, because uh, we just started our, our new season, um, and, you know, we're we're going strong already. We've got a great foundation of over 100 episodes that you can go in the archives and check out all the great information that we've already shared uh, from some great, great intelligent uh, people um, all over the globe that, that really... Uh, have amazing ideas and tips um, that you may not have thought about yet. Um, so definitely be sure to, to check out the archives and just go through all the podcast episodes and see what jewels are relevant to you that you can pick out of the bunch. And we have a lot um, as far as solutions and and um, not just inspiration, but actual uh, ideas and how-tos as far as, Getting your life in order, getting your business in order, as well as other uh, topics at hand, um, maybe your health or your family or, or mostly business. I'm not going to front. Um, you also have a lot for actors and actresses, um, as well as people in management, um, a lot of great people we've had on and a lot more amazing people. we got some celebs that are coming on soon, so I'm thankful for that and we will continue to get it up, popping with that exclusive Muscova style of infernacion you know, getting my uh, language on or whatnot. But um, shout out to the people over in North America. Um, matter of fact, all of America, North, South, and Central. Everyone that's over there, as well as my peeps in Africa specifically, uh, West Africa, as well as my homies in Europe. Thank you to my uh, European brothers and uh, sisters. Appreciate the likes of you for listening. Um, you know, I want to get over in Lithuania, Estonia. You know, I, I keep it G, I keep it 100. I didn't go to geography class and get good grades for no reason. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not... Also, I want to hit up France. That's an easy country to, to mention, but uh, a lot a lot be going down in France, and I want to connect with people and the youth over there. Uh, so so shout-out to France. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to forget about Big E, Big England, UK. Big UK, shout-out to UK. Um, as well as uh, shout-out to our strong listeners in India. Uh, I see y'all. Uh, Real talk. Uh, y'all have over, actually, Overtaken um u.s listeners uh which is pretty amazing because we're based over here in u.s uh, so shout out to my english speaking um indian folk over there be sure to check out um the archives as well and um and uh thank you for listening and let's let's see how we can collaborate on the two countries uh two areas of the world or all the areas, really, not just talking to Indian people um, and start to um, see how my guests can impact your, your world over there. Um, I hear there's a big issue with, um, uh, with, with males um, and females in India as far as uh, little girls getting raped or whatnot. So if you're listening over in India, um, that's not civilized. Um, that's not what we do over here in the in America. I mean, that's not what we, we we uh support over here in America or anywhere else, especially on this podcast. So if that's something you're into, um, I would advise you to stop. Um we, we have a lot of great females that come on here. Um, I support everybody. I love everybody, you know, even my feminists, I love y'all too, as as crazy as y'all could be with, you, with your ideas um we love everybody you know um so as far as this public service announcement um this is Vikings from the U- US um, asking y'all to 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 figure out what y'all can do to, to stop that ish cuz it's not cool um as much as i know what's going on with feminism and the sexism war that's that's happening um that's not how we that's not how us men are going to be going about um, this war. Um, I suggest you peeps all over in India start looking at uh YouTube and search MG TAU, MG T O W as well as S Y S uh B M, as well as hashtag IBmore and, and check out what some of us fellas over here are talking about and meeting about and, and, and speaking about as far as uh, this sexism war that's going on with women and learn how we are. Um, I'll, I'll do a whole show about it, but the gist about it, the gist of it is basically to figure out how to better your own life with or without a female and, you know, to to do things that actually improve your, uh, your, not your way of living, but you know, the quality of your, your living situation. Like do that for yourself. Before you start trying to invite another female into your into your world, and then when you get rejected or whatnot, I'm talking to the peeps in India that are actually doing these crimes, not everyone because we're all not about that. Um, so and then when you get rejected, you know you want to like attack that female that that's not cool and that's not how we roll. Um, when you look up those hashtags mgTO. I be more, S Y you'll see the millions of guys that we're just, you know, we we we, we understand what's going on with the females and in a way we're turning our back on them, but in a respectful and safe way. And we're not um, demanding anything. We're just, again, like I said, we're figuring out how we can actually improve our own lives and, and to live better and to travel, to eat healthier, um, exercising, um, you know, making more money as far as increasing income streams. That's something else um, I'll start to speak about more in a podcast. And um, and that, that's basically it. And then if a female comes that, that can understand your paradigm, shout out to Kevin Samuels, um, the guy that blew up speaking about these issues. But there's a lot more um, Guys out there that, that speak on these topics, um, Kevin usually has them on his show, and uh, we're we're moving on, we're moving forward. We're not letting you know these things get to us. You know, we need to have some sort of discipline of of our of our you know not only genitalia but our mind, spirit, and body. You know, our life is a lot more than than sex. So I don't want to get off on a tangent, but that's something that um, you know when a nine year old girl is in the news in India, that's not something, you know, you can really take lightly or um, as a joke. But uh, let's get back to more lighthearted things. Uh, Football season has started. Uh, My Raiders uh, won in overtime the other day. I'm happy about that. Um, Tom Brady's looking like he's about to start doing his thing again. So that's going to be, what is the seventh or eighth championship? I think that mother love is trying to get, like, one ring on each finger. But shout-out to Tom Brady. I used to hate the guy, but after a certain time, after a while, you, you got to respect the, the high level of excellence. I mean, I'm all about that excellence, but to see it is, is amazing to me. So uh, shout-out to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um I don't do betting on here, but uh let's see what happens. And uh let's continue to uh support, you know, all these amazing sports. Basketball season's supposed to be starting soon. Um Lakers are looking like they're racked up. Um I don't understand how just LeBron is able to just pick and choose on damn near any player he wanted once. Um almost. You know, he I think he wanted Damian Lillard, didn't get him. Damien's deciding to stay because Giannis won a championship without creating a "quote-unquote" super team, but he had a healthy team throughout the playoffs. So Giannis was damn near destined to win that championship because it's like everything that could go right uh, certainly did for him and that team, even when they were down to to uh, to by two games to the Brooklyn Nets, who 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 a lot of their players got hurt. So, uh, you know, be sure to check out these sports um, over here in the U.S. You know, there's a lot of different sports I'm trying to get into, like cricket. A lot of guys are playing it over here um, in Island, New Jersey, which is like Little India. So I know y'all know about it. But, yeah, um, I, again, want to thank uh, y'all listeners for what y'all do because um, without y'all it'd be Pretty whack uh, doing this show, so I want to thank you and all the great guests and all the great technology out there that's um, continuing to uh, aid in um, me building what I got to build over here in the U.S. of A. Um, but part of this show is to allow um, amazing people and guests to come on and and you know build their brand and talk about their brand and what they do and their inspiring story. Which is why I was really, really blessed and to have uh, Alex uh, Brookman um, to come uh, on our show today, and he's actually on the line. But this guy is a strategy entrepreneur, author, and speaker. He's actually built companies in Europe and Canada, and led client projects around across the world. Actually, his passion lies in helping clients build profitable businesses rooted in purpose and impact. In his upcoming book, Alex presents a new framework called The Nine Elements of Organizational Identity, together with a step-by-step process to bring it into life. So he he not only created a book, but he created a framework that, you know, can assist us in a step-by-step, and that's what a lot of people actually need, the actual steps on what actually to do. Um, Now, Alex has a strategy masterclass that's coming up in early 2022, so you guys can sign up for that, and it's a um, a virtual summit for entrepreneurs, business owners, and startups, and a heap of things going on. So, today we are blessed to welcome Alex to the the show today, and um, it's really an honor, and thank you, Alex, for coming on today. Thank you so much. How are you?
0: Thank you for having me, man. Um, I'm really good. Thank you very much. Thanks for the intro. Uh,
1: anytime, brother, man. Um, you're doing amazing work. I see you, you have an upcoming uh, book uh, coming out. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, did Did you drop any other books before that? It's actually the first one I ever wrote. Um, and uh, I have to admit,
0: it, writing a book is it's, it's something you should not take lightheartedly. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And I realized in the process that um, creating a cohesive book from have, having the readers front and center to deliver strong value is even more difficult than just writing down whatever you have in your brain, right? So you can, you can write a book just like that, um, download everything that's on your mind, um, kind of a bucket list thing. I always wanted to talk about topic xyz so you do it or you write a book download everything and then ask yourself okay now that i downloaded it how can i make it reader-centric so that people can actually do something with it once they read it make it actionable so there was quite a challenge and i'm very grateful for the support that i had along the ride Um, many great people supported me on that
1: journey really grateful for that yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, making the book uh, cohesive to, to people is definitely part of the user experience um, so that I can see how that can be, be important to you. Um, how are you um, actually publishing? Are you self-publishing or are you going to a, a company, a publishing company? We are hoping
0: to um, have the book released by a publishing house um, early next year, 2022. Um We, so I don't know how familiar you and your uh, listeners are with book publishing. You mentioned the two big streams already. So you can do self-publishing, which basically means you take the book, PDF it, and upload it onto Amazon, for example. And um, it's actually a very cheap and fast way to publish a book. Um, But you probably know that 99% of all books that are self-published, maybe even more, never get actually across the 100 or 200 downloads. So it's pretty much guaranteed that no one's going to read the book if you do the self-publishing wow. way. There are only a right. very, very, very small number of people that successfully self-published a book um, so that it became a book that people talk about and um, so that you really impact the life of other people. Um, so I decided to go the, the difficult route through a traditional publishing house. And the first step you need to take is to find a so-called literary agency. Those are the guys that actually then take your book under contract and market it in a way that a publishing company wants to buy the rights to publish the book. And um, if you have ever tried to find a literary agency to take you under contract, you know how difficult that is. I was very, very lucky. Um, very early in the process of uh, thinking about which literary agent might be a good fit for me and, and my book, I ran across um, the Wrights Factory in Toronto. And um, Sam, who's the CEO, he um, he read the first 50 pages and said he would love it and I should send it over. We had a chat and ever since he's been incredibly supportive in the whole publishing journey. He's, um, he's a great human being and a, and a person that um, takes his job really serious um, to help authors get published. So finding a literary agent is the first barrier you need to overcome because the publishing houses actually don't talk to you as an author. They talk to the literary agent.
1: Oh, wow, that's interesting. Um, but you actually uh, went through all those steps, and even though you're doing it the harder way, should have a, a greater result. Um, And that that makes sense because most people um, don't really understand how to market and and do PR for a book um, or any type of project. Um, So putting it out on a platform but not having any kind of um, network uh, or marketing or um, opportunities to be in the public, um, you know, make it pretty difficult to to attain sales, um, a lot of sales beyond friends and family. Um, totally. So that makes sense. Yeah.
0: You can have the so best content, I, I should... but if no one knows about it, it's just sitting there and helping no one.
1: Right, right. And luckily, social media has given us a way to to put our stuff out. But you know, like you say, you know, there's a lot more people and, and tools that you can use with these uh, publishing houses and and uh, again, literally lit, uh, literary agents, as you mentioned. Um how you you do have this book coming out. Um, I know you're not finished with it yet, and you also have a class that you're coming up with. Um, But what are some aspects of the book that you wanted to put in there that you wanted to share with people that you felt were important?
0: Yeah, the book is, um, as you mentioned in the intro, it's around the nine elements of organizational identity. Um, It basically talks about how you can use a strategy process whether you are an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, or even a leader in a larger organization, the process is more or less the same. It's the same steps. It's just the time it takes um, to go through it that that varies depending on your company size. So, if you're listening now and you're a, a, co- a corporate leader, or if you are a small entrepreneur, it's both uh, for both of you. This is super valid. The book and and also the masterclass that launches in 2022 is about how can you use a strategy framework, a strategy process in your organization to create more than just a business strategy. So it's not just about increasing your competitiveness. It's also about asking yourself on the way, how do those different pieces of our identity as a company support strategy? And how do we make sure that we're not just in it for the money? How do we make sure that we use um, what we do every day, that we use the connections that we have um, and the relationships that we build as a force for change and for, for creating something better, a better world, more just, more sustainable, both so, uh, socially speaking and environmentally speaking. And how do we bring this together in a cohesive um, document that addresses the strategic business topics and the strategic um, let's say social and environmental topics. In other words, how do you build a company that is both purpose-driven to create positive impact and at the same time generates the profits that you need in order to live well?
1: Um, that, that's funny. I actually, um, that's uh, something that's become more and more prevalent in my field as far as um, not only working with these type of companies, but um, actually working to create them. Um, Do you have any examples of some of these type of companies that either you've worked with or that you know of that are coming about?
0: There are many great examples of companies that managed to build a business that is not only profitable, but also a force for positive change. Um, Some of those businesses have been um, around for a long time. And um, have been doing this for over decades. Um, One example is my absolute favorite one is Patagonia, the um, apparel and gear company, U.S. company. Over decades, they've uh, supported environmental protection um, causes with 1% of their annual sales. So they dedicate tons of money in that direction and um, also don't stop there they become active, they become involved, they link people, clients of theirs that would like to join environmental protection um, causes. So they link activists and campaigns, for example. Um, but they don't stop there either. They, they take a stand when it comes to um, their convictions and their values. And they actually just recently um, ended the contract with um, a ski resort in the U.S. Um, and the the shops there, they will not provide any uh, Patagonia apparel in the future to them to sell because they actually hosted um, a fundraising event and uh, a a, a partisan event for um, members of the uh, US Republican Party that are known for um, basically neglecting that there is something like climate change. Um, And because of that, they said, sorry, guys, we cannot sell our products to you anymore and help you make money if you guys at the same time support people that actually deny that there is an environmental emergency that doesn't match our values. So that's a company that goes above and beyond what you would expect a for-profit company to do. But they, they decided that this is what they are all about. They are not about making money at all costs. They're about making enough money and at the same time, using their influence, using what they have to bring for uh, positive change. Now, Patagonia is certainly one of the absolute shining lights. It doesn't mean you need to rebuild your business into a Patagonia lookalike, but you can always ask yourself, in my, in my little business, in my small part of the sandbox, what can I do to build a business that is socially and environmentally speaking more sustainable than it is now? What can I do to reduce our carbon footprint? What can I do to um, support the just thing out there? Um, for example, in the, in the wake of the Black Lives Matter movement, many companies took a stand, others didn't. And it's usually, it's usually those who suffer that don't benefit if you stay silent. If you speak up you support those who suffer if you stay silent you support those who oppress so it was important for me to see that companies spoke up and used their voice um, to help people that needed help Um, and there's even more that you can do as a, as a small business or as a large corporation. You can ask yourself, even if something is not necessarily connected to the core of my business, like Patagonia, for example, they, they produce apparel. They are not an environmental protection agency, but they combine those things, right? For example, with my little part of the world in my business, I support um, childhood brain cancer research. My business cannot support it in a sense that I can offer my resources as a business person, as a strategist. That really doesn't, doesn't match. But what I can do is I can use the events I run to raise funds. I can use my website to raise awareness and all these things. So there is something above and beyond what you do that you can give back to the people around you, to the society you live in, to the community you operate in, or to, to the environment if you want.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Uh I haven't really uh, thought about it that way and that makes a lot of sense, especially as all these different companies um uh rise in subscriber and their user bases, they're um rivaling um countries such as Facebook with which has um billions of people on it. Uh you know, it's rivaling uh the the number of, of people in some of the major countries. Um, would you say um, a company like Ben & Jerry's, which said it would stop selling in Israel-occupied countries, would this be an example of a of what you're stating?
0: I'm not necessarily um, knowledgeable about that uh, example, so it would be difficult for me to take a stand on that.
1: Oh, well, I'll break it down a little bit. Ben & Jerry's, which um, is an ice cream company, um started by um these two guys in Hollywood over here in u s um, this ice cream is very popular and has so many different types of flavors and they were selling in israel um in you know like Israel and the the occupied uh, spaces over there um and one day Ben and Jerry's decided that they weren't gonna sell over there because of what they were doing to the um uh, what israel has been doing to the palestinian um people as far as um taking them out of their uh, actual uh living spaces and and taking over it um piece by piece um in an attempt to take over the whole land area um ben and jerry said that they're not going to be selling ice cream there anymore um and they created a small uproar um and, you know, and Ben and Jerry's is continuing to push along. Um,
0: yes, this is definitely an example, an example of a company standing up to their values. So, what? However, they justified it. If they wanted, if if their cause was, we would love to raise the awareness about what's going on uh, in Israel and, and and Palestine, and that they do not agree with some of the. Um, the settling uh, the set, the settler movement there, and then the hardcore right wing uh, people that um, would not agree to a peaceful transition um, then this is an example of how they as a company um, support um, this cause now i don't know too much about the background and whether for example, the founders of Ben and Jerry um, were involved family uh, whether they have family ties there. Or friends, or what the initial um, the initial root cause for their decision was, but it's certainly an example for a company that stands up um, to what they believe in and um, use their voices to um, raise awareness about a certain issue.
1: Right, um, and you know, we this is different versus a company versus a person trying to speak out. Um, The African-American community over here in the U.S. has has had a lot of leaders attempt to speak out against injustices or whatnot, and they have become assassinated. Um, One of the most recent would be the the leader of Haiti, who wasn't um, with the vaccine requirements being pushed on by the First Nations. Um, So i I do realize that a company, a business entity can afford people some sort of protections because it's the 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 business entity on paper um, just ran by people. but how is a company um, or a person running a company um, going to use their own business entity to do that and like um while protect being protected like how can they do that? And remain um, behind the veil, the corporate veil, or protected, so that you know they don't become a target. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that totally does make sense. Um, I mean, if you if you raise your voice in situations where a lot is at stake, um, you need to be prepared, both as a person and as an organization, to take the storm that will come your way. Make no mistake, last week when um, the Salesforce CEO announced that in the wake of the um, change in the abortion law in in the U.S. state of Texas, they would help people to move out of the state, I don't think everyone loved that message, that Salesforce as as a major company supports, first of all, the um, does not support the new abortion law that basically takes uh, robs women of the right um, to take a decision. And second of all, there are certainly a lot of hardcore conservatives and right-wing people that uh, will make an effort to throw whatever they have at both the CEO of the company and the company as such. So of course you need to be prepared for that. If you are not prepared for that, you should not stand up and speak out in public when it comes to um, topics that are, let's say, very, very hot. If you touch something hot, you can burn your hands. You need to be prepared to do that in a proper way. And if a company wants to take a stand, they need to have protection measures in place to both from a PR perspective and also from a from a human human being perspective, to offer the protection that's needed. Now, thank God, we are not living in the dark ages anymore. Most countries um, support freedom of speech, and um, of course, there are people that do not oblige to those um, laws and would assassinate people and would uh, try to oppress freedom of speech. Um, thank God these are not, it's it's not the rule, it's rather the exception. Um, every life lost is one to many, of course, and we need to be prepared as a society to take a stand on these things and to speak up and say no to that um, if it happens and make it, just as it happened with the Black Lives Matter movement, make it a topic that is so loud that no one can uh, no one can avoid it, if that makes sense.
1: Right, right. Um, so, so from your perspective, to make sure um, there's a good PR uh, team on board that can help with that, as well as um, making sure that the person' uh, mental health in, is is intact and to be able to support that in whichever way possible. Um, and I guess also uh, making sure that you have a, a good legal team to uh, Absolutely. support.
0: Absolutely. It, it's, it's part of your um, – if you, if you speak up as a company, you can't just do that. You, before you can do that, you need to have everything in place. You need to have your um, PR team, your marketing team, your legal team, you have to have them aligned. They need to know that you will speak up to be prepared for whatever comes their way. And we're not only talking about mental health. This is super important, and I'm, I'm really glad that you mentioned it. If you speak up and, and there's a shitstorm coming your way um, on, your, on your social and um, emails and um, maybe even physically, um, the company needs to be able to protect you. Otherwise, why should you stick your neck out for a company when the company would not be able to protect you, right?
1: wow that makes uh yeah that makes a lot of sense um you actually have to have um in a sense the company becomes almost like um a, like a um a, uh, like you become a general with a, a small army even though they may not have right. swords, yeah. they have pens and they can um you know if, if it's a lawyer you know they could be sure to protect you in that way if you have a good accountant um you can make sure that there's no holes that can be used against you um, with either IRS or taxes or anything, um, as, as well as making sure everybody's, like you say, is on the same accord um, so that, you know, you guys can um, move forward uh, as, as a, a unit and a team, um, not just to speak out against injustices, but to make sure that the company is actually a strong business entity first, then that could be used as a tool um, to speak out uh, or whatnot through the company. Um, so, so that makes a lot of sense. Um, so as far as the nine elements of organizational uh, organizational identity, um, you did uh, speak on that uh, a bit, um, but I was wondering if you could go a, a bit more into that uh, as far as um, or what they are, or how, um, you know, what are some of the steps that people can um, actually start taking?
0: Yeah, I'm glad I I do that. Um,
1: We started talking about
0: the core process of it, right? Using the strategy design process to touch not only strategy, but also the elements that sit around it. And um, you can imagine those nine elements grouped into three buckets or into three layers. The, the base layer that you need to have in place in order to build a successful business, you need to know your purpose. And if we, if I talk about purpose, this is, this is actually what we already talked about. The topic of why, why is your company there? It's definitely more than just making money. Um, if not think again, I would say, um, because you need to have a deeper rooted purpose in place in order to um, stay the course when times get tough. There will be times when you, when you don't make a lot of money. There will be times when um, companies go through tough times of change. And without that north star, without that guiding shining light that your purpose is and should be, it is tough to stay the course in, in, in rough waters. And um, you should actually go one step beyond. Purpose. You should talk about if that's our purpose, that is nice, that's our intent. But what is actually the impact that we want to see once we live up to that intention? So that is the first element you need to weave into your business, purpose and impact. The second one is you need to define what you actually do. That's what I call a mission. That's basically your business definition. It needs to, it needs to be no frills, just one sentence. What is it that you do and for whom do you do it? No fancy adjectives, just to align everyone on what is it that we do? What is it that we deliver? And as, 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 as weird as that may sound, I have talked to tons of clients and worked with tons of businesses that were not clear on what they actually do and for whom they do it. The moment you align your people around that, the moment they, they have a better understanding of what it actually is that they're producing, what is the product, what is the service, who are the clients, that just channels everything into one direction, super, super powerful. And um, then you need to talk about something I call guiding principles. Um, And what I mean with that is um, sort of your values as a company uh, combined with your purpose and the impact that you want to create, your values provide a very solid framework Um, Within you operate as a company and that every person in that company, no matter how big or small that company is, can relate to. What we often see in companies is something called a code of conduct, which is basically the result of being clear on your values. So once you have your values in place, basically what's valuable for you, what you're not willing to compromise, and what you are basically willing to get punished for in the end by maybe even losing clients because you stand to your values. Th- that is something that you can then take and formulate into a code of conduct. So your values become, they, they inform and influence desired behaviors. And that can be leadership behaviors, that can be behaviors um, when selling, that can be behaviors um, when desired behaviors when in touch with, with clients, how you should behave and operate with a press, and all these things can be in, in a code of conduct. Um, once you have that, this in place, those are the, that's the base layer, right? That's the, the grounds of which you operate. Then we talk about the second group of elements, which are your strategy and your vision. And those things are closely connected. So your vision is basically a desired state of your company, some years down the road. And your strategy is your plan to actually get there. Um, and that is, that is, some people really don't get the concept of strategy. They, they think way too complex. Strategy is actually very easy. It is a description of how you want to reach a certain state in the future. And um, you need to make it measurable, right? So you need to know what you, which, which performance indicators, which success indicators you, you want to take a look at on a regular basis in order to see that you're moving towards that desired state in the future over time. Um, and, and that brings us to the third element in this central bucket, which, is, which are goals, um, measurable strategic goals. And then you move into the third bucket, which, com- which, which contains the final three elements, which help you bring the first six elements to life. And that's basically everything that you need to do in order to enable and empower your people and your leadership population in an organization to live up to um, values, to understand the purpose and the desired impact of a company and help every individual understand what their contribution is to bring a company's identity and strategy to life. So we're talking about capability building both for leaders and individual contributors. We talk about breaking down strategic goals into individual targets and helping people understand how their small piece of the sandbox fits into the bigger picture which creates incredible motivation for people if they understand how they contribute to the to the greater good to the bigger picture and um we basically also need to talk about and that's the ninth element um to talk about um management systems so once you have gone through a a massive change process and and a good strategy always brings change because otherwise if if it doesn't what's the point right (laughs) um so if we talk about change, we also need to talk about how do we adjust how we run our company to this new strategy. Because the systems that you have in place typically support the status quo to keep the company stable. Change kind of destabilizes the company in certain elements. So you need to make sure that um, your new processes, your new structures in your organization help you perform and help you um, bring this new strategy to life. So the, these are the three buckets in a nutshell with, with the nine elements. in them.
1: Wow. That's amazing. Um, I get That's really great. How you put that together um, in a framework um, that could support uh, so many people and companies. Uh, you um, also have a uh, uh, mass strategy masterclass that's coming up in 2022. Um but, so how can people connect with you with the masterclass if they want to sign up for it or get your services?
0: Glad you asked. So the masterclass will go live um, somewhere around um, Q1, 2022, most likely towards the end. And it basically helps you as an entrepreneur, as a business owner or a corporate leader to break down the nine elements of organizational identity and apply them to your reality so really where you are and at the end of this masterclass what you hold in your hands is your strategic plan with all the elements in place so this is this is not just a a a masterclass where you sit and listen you actually it's actual work i help you also in one-on-one coaching sessions during the masterclass to write down your strategic plan and build a more profitable and, and more impactful business if you want to know more about the masterclass and uh, connect with me on social or um, read some of my um, free toolkits and, and, and articles, just go to my website. It's all there. It's all free, alexthestrategist.com. And um, yeah, be my guest.
1: That's great. alexthestrategist.com. And you can reach out to Mr. Alex Brookman. Um, am I pronouncing Brookman right? Uh, where are you from, by the way?
0: <laughs> You're pronouncing it as, as good as it gets in North America. I actually live in Vancouver, um, British Columbia and Canada, but I'm originally from Germany. Oh, awesome.
1: Great. Well, I appreciate you uh, stopping by the podcast. Uh, you are such an amazing uh, person, um, business strategist, doing amazing things for people all over the globe. We, we really appreciate you um, for putting all that together as well as the uh, summit and the upcoming book that you have coming out um, and the book. Um, I, I, I could assume that people could get it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble when it comes out, but um, uh, how, how, how can people get that book? when, when it, Should they just go to your website?
0: The easiest way is actually to sign up for my email community. It's a, a newsletter that comes out biweekly, which means every second week that offers um, free resources uh, where i talk about certain topics it's not a sales newsletter or something so don't worry i won't bombard you with stuff um, it's it's i i provide videos for example um, of my uh, literary agent that talks about how books are being published that, that help you understand what's going on behind the scenes and in that newsletter i will also um, obviously announce uh, when the book is being published so if you sign up for that newsletter that's definitely the best way um, to get uh, notified.
1: Perfect. Perfect. So all the listeners out there, um, be sure to go to his website, sign up for that newsletter, and you will be able to get to that virtual summit as well as be first to know about his book when it drops. So again, Alex, I really appreciate you coming on uh, the podcast and and speaking about your truths and, and your ideas that are helping people all over And uh, thanks again, and and take care. Uh, We'll we'll see you soon.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you, my friend.
1: And there you have it, my Muscova Media Podcast listeners. I appreciate y'all for stopping by once again. Uh, As you can see, we have uh, the heavy hitters dropping the major jewels on this podcast all the time and you know they also have things outside the podcast tools and books and and summits and you know that you can virtually connect with or get mail to your house uh so you know it doesn't have to stop here we can continue to expand and get better and uh you know to do better things uh, with ourselves and businesses all over and it, you know, we can provide products and services that not only support the community, but we can use our businesses to impact positive social change. So, you know, there's so much good that's out there and I I know you can do it too. So be sure to uh, continue to listen to these podcasts for even more ideas and great uh, people to follow. Um, Again, be sure to go to alexthestrategist.com, connect with him on his social media, and you will be able to have even more and more greatness come your way. So that's what we're about over here on the Muscova Media Podcast. And uh, I know you wonderful people out here all over the globe, um, from U.S. to Germany to Canada, uh, you know to different Places in Canada Whether it be Ghana, Liberia uh, You are all loved. And you you have um, You have you know someone out there Named Vigas Moskova With his podcast and all his uh, Social media if I'm talking about Myself in third person um, Follow me on Instagram at V Moskova or go To my website MoskovaEnterprises.com Or Be sure to check out the, the link below on the description uh, for the digital marketing course where you can get some, uh, you know, some basic foundational um, strategy to get your marketing uh, pushing and going, whether it be social media, building an app or website, it's all there in that course. So, again, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Um, thank you uh, again to SAG-AFTRA for signing us on board Uh, We appreciate just like AFTRA, as well as all the different networks, iVox over in Spain, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Thank you, um, uh, Spreaker. Uh, Thank you for allowing us to be on uh, on board with y'all and uh, spreading our awareness of not only our podcast, but the great people we have on board. And we will continue to uh, share uh, great, great uh, guests with y'all that have great, great, amazing product services and even just ideas or inspiration. Because that's what we do over here because we want to focus on a better world, uh, a new world, uh, a place where we all can, you know, live happily. So that's that's what we're working over here as far as uh, changing the frequency out here. Uh, to some more To, to something very higher <clears throat> So again This is your man Vickens Moscova, Bonjour uh, Everyone <laughs> Merci beaucoup allez vous français Oui, Maïsien. So shout out to my Haitians uh, We are here And thanks again And uh, peace Out